Hello and welcome to the I Am Human Holistic Healing Podcast. I am Amari from HolisticHeal.com. Now let's get into the subject of this episode, which is part two of cognitive distortions. Cognitive distortions are ways that our mind convinces us of something that's actually not really true. These inaccurate thoughts are commonly used to reinforce negative thinking and emotions through telling ourselves things that seem rational and accurate, but really it only serves to keep us feeling low and bad about ourselves and our perceived reality. Now let's continue with our list of examples of cognitive distortions. The next cognitive distortion is control fallacies. The cognitive distortion of control fallacies is when a person has a distorted way of looking at how much control they have in a particular situation causing a person to misjudge how much control they have in a situation either by blaming themselves excessively for something that has happened or by misplacing their own power, thinking they have no control over a situation. Control fallacies function in two ways. A person either thinks that events in their life are totally beyond their control or they feel that they are responsible for everything, even the things that are outside of their control. Both aspects leads to feelings of shame, guilt, and distress. So the next cognitive distortion is that of blaming. The cognitive distortion of blaming is when a person holds other people responsible for their own emotional pain. This distortion can also take the opposite track of blaming themselves for everything. An example of the cognitive distortion of blaming is thinking that others are making them feel in a certain way about themselves. However, that is a distorted perception of reality as really nobody can make us feel in any particular way since only we have control of our emotions. So it all depends on how we perceive whatever the situation is, however we are taking that situation in, like all emotional hurt comes more so, I'm not going to say all, but majority of emotional pain comes from our own perception and not so much other people. And so yeah, that is something that I will go more deeper into in the subject of spiritual intelligence. So the final cognitive distortion that I'm going to mention here in this episode is that of emotional reasoning. So in the cognitive distortion of emotional reasoning, a person thinks that if they feel that way, then it must be true. Whatever this person is feeling is automatically and unconditionally believed to be true. This plays out in a way where if a person feels stupid and boring, then they go on to think that they must be stupid and boring. Emotions are extremely strong and can overrule the rational thinking and reasoning. 
Emotional reasoning is when a person's emotions takes over their thinking entirely, cancelling out any logic and rationality. The person who engages in emotional reasoning believes that their emotions reflect reality. I feel it, therefore it must be true. So emotional reasoning is also highly relative to that state of dysregulation as when we are perceiving a threat and go into the stress response or a trauma response and our brain and a whole nervous system enter into the state of dysregulation we are not thinking straight in this place. Like our, our our thinking and rational and logical part of our brain is actually dim while our emotional and reactive side of our brain is highly active. And so this is what emotional reasoning more so has the potential to spiral in the process of dysregulation. Cognitive distortions are at the core and the foundation of what people deal with in therapy. So therapists, cognitive behavioral therapists actually try and help people change this, these cognitive distortion. One of the main ways this is done is by learning ways to identify this way of thinking. Like these cognitive distortions are very harsh, like on self and, you know, on the mind and experiencing reality with these with this mindset with these cognitive distortions is very difficult as as I mentioned it will continuously go on to generate depression and anxiety and also not only that it's a false way it's a false perception of looking at reality so it's not even real and and so and it creates all this uh, um, tension it creates all this pain it creates all this emotional pain it creates mental disturbances so it's like when a person goes to therapy they learn new ways and identify this negative way of thinking and so also one of the main tools um firstly identifying but f- as you have identified now you need to counter back you need to counter it like you need to defeat those thought processes because they're not real they're not true you took you took them on because of some reason probably a valid reason and also if you remember how neurons work in the brain and how neural pathways and neural networks are set in place due to our habitual ways of thinking then you can also understand that if you have any of these cognitive distortions then those cognitive distortions have very strong neural pathways in your mind and and changing and restructuring and and like deleting those pathways through the process of synaptic pruning you do that by shifting your focus but you first have to also confront these thought processes you have to confront this negative way of thinking by countering it and refuting it and so by doing this over and over you gradually diminish this thought process over time so in the process of neuroplasticity which is deleting old ways of thinking and making forming new ways of thinking we all need to understand that our old ways of thinking will still show up 
even if we have like decided to change our mind. So let's say you identified yourself with any of these cognitive distortions. It's not like they're going to disappear all because you now know of them. Rather, these thought processes have went on and created strong neuropathways and networks in your brain. But now as you are aware of it, what you can do is refute it. What you can do is counter it and refute it over and over until it's diminished, until it vanishes. This is scientific facts of neuroplasticity and synaptic pruning where you can actually delete old ways of thinking, but it's not like a click, you do it one time. Like it's a process that develops gradually and it's all based on your habitual ways. Your actions and your habitual ways is what speaks the loudest energetically. That concludes part two of Cognitive Distortions. For more information, you can visit my website, Holistic Hill, holistic with a Q, hill.com.